1: Good, happy morning to you. It is October 2nd, 2023. Donald Trump arrives in court for start of $250 million New York civil fraud case. James Comer subpoenas 20 wires totaling $1.3 million received by James Biden. Barack Obama asked hey is your wife running and his answer tells you everything in congresswoman marjorie taylor green joins the show to talk about chaos in congress apparently fire alarms are the new doorknobs my name is benny johnson and this is the benny show Last week we were live for like thousands of hours in a row. I don't know why Rolls-Royce decided to take that week off of all weeks, but he's back in the chair. We have Rolls-Royce back in the studio. Everyone performed beautifully last week and we had a rockin' week. We thank you for joining us. We apologize for any slight delays or little tweaks here and there in our scheduling. We are getting far more sophisticated as we build out an incredible team here. And we are very, very proud of the work we're doing and we're begging you asking you to stay connected with us. We have huge things coming and we are very excited for the future. What we are building here as a community, as the Benny Brigade, as those who watch the show and subscribe uh, is going to, I think, change the way that we communicate in the political commentary space uh, entirely. And so we thank you. Please stay connected with us by using Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the only wireless service provider that is a Christian and conservative in this nation. All three major networks use Patriot Mobile. You can get the same great coverage everywhere that you are. We test this out by going to extreme locations, as we will show you in just a moment. We went to the very top of Donald Trump's largest skyscraper uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we just released that documentary uh, this week past weekend. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today when you use the offer code Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny to stay connected with us in this wild news cycle. What's happening right now? Donald Trump has been brought into court in New York. Donald Trump is being charged with lying about the value of his assets. Okay, Well, there's a couple of major problems here, but let's begin by showing you the actual clips here of what it looks like Donald Trump in court. I believe we have the actual footage of Donald Trump in the courtroom. We have not seen any footage like this before. We have the mugshot, obviously. We have images of Donald Trump outside of the courtroom, heading into the courtroom. We've never been allowed a camera in the courthouse before, but we actually have the clips. I think we can pop them up here beside me. Of Donald Trump walking into the court, arriving at the court, and then footage from inside of the actual courtroom. There's something really important that you should see inside of this courtroom. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the great producer ALX says that at the 45 second mark, you'll actually be able to see the judge and inside of the court. So we'll just let this play. This was broadcast live moments ago. And it is Donald Trump walking in. You have Alina Haba. She's a friend of the show right there. Uh, you have Jason Miller, who is a uh, obviously a staunch Trump ally, uh, walking with him. You can see here part of the reason for the delay this morning, this was at 9.59 a.m. Part of the reason for the delay this morning is we are, at, we are building out this breaking news block. But there's something I want you to see. I want you to see the judge. I want you to see the look on the judge and the look on the attorney general's face here when Donald Trump walks into the courtroom when Donald Trump enters the courtroom So the cameras ladies and gentlemen will show Donald Trump sitting here at the dais here at the you know inside of the courthouse something we've never been allowed is to see the actual cameras inside of the courthouse here again this happened approximately 40 minutes ago And now ladies and gentlemen There is Letitia James. That is the attorney general of New York. Look at this sick, psychosexual fetishization as she glares at Donald Trump. She glares at Trump and his lawyers. And then what you'll see is the judge. Check this out. This. Check this out. Look at him smirk, take his glasses off, smile for the cameras, shrug. What a asshat this man! This is the man who made a summary judgment without a jury that Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago was worth approximately about as much as a crack box. Look at this man. Play that again. Play that. Co- play the judge again. This will. Cho- this will show you everything. This will show you absolutely everything that Donald Trump is up against. These people are attempting to make their careers out of this, out of this political prosecution. They know it. Look at this Stalinist Marxist judge. Look at this guy, smirking, laughing. He takes his glasses off and smiles and pans for the camera and goes, hey, hey, look at me, look at me. This is the man who effectively ruled that Donald Trump doesn't have the right to do business in New York any longer because Donald Trump thought his properties we're worth more than the judge thought his properties was worth. Well, does this guy have a background in finance? Does he have a background in real estate? Has this judge built or done anything? This guy looks like an old, decrepit, stoner, boomer, Simon and Garfunkel, rolling around in the mud at Woodstock. Degenerate. Look at this smug a-hole. I cannot, I mean, it is unbelievable. It is unfathomable what is happening to our American judicial system, where the judge would actually use this opportunity to pan for the camera, to grin. What an asshat. What a chode. I I mean, it's it's remarkable, remarkable. I apologize that the show was a minute late this morning getting started. We had to clip this for you. We had to get this set up. I am, I mean, I'm I'm astonished. What does this say about our system? Well, what it says about our current American political system and judicial system is that it has been fully and totally celebritized, something that, of course, we have warned about, something that we have warned about. Barack Obama celebritized our political system and our judicial system, turned it into an opportunity for people to become uh, poster children for their own ideologies and to be celebrated and clapped and hung on posters. These people, when they live inside of these Democrat districts, when they live inside of these sick ideological, uh, rigid ideological areas, will then be weaponized to turn into these little political celebrities, these little communists, these little Stalinist Marxists, judges, and now this man, has fumed and raged and watches MSNBC day and night in his little bathrobe, eating, I, what, I guess what doesn't look like Oreos, probably infusing himself with straight soy. That is this man's sustenance. He eats the bugs and he drinks the soy. And this man has been has had a psychosexual fetish to put Donald Trump in his courtroom. And now he will take this opportunity to make himself a celebrity. This is the crisis that we are struggling with right now in our current. Political environment, there is no justice. That is exactly what Alina Habba said in front of the courthouse this morning. Here's what uh, Alina had to say. She's a friend of the show. She's Donald Trump's lawyer and spokesperson. Take it away.
2: At the end of the day, we have a judge that has told us that Mara is worth $18 million. He's failed to acknowledge what the appellate division has said. And we will continue to fight in hopes that there is some level of law and order in this country at this point. Although my faith in the system is weary, I do have faith in Donald Trump.
1: Here's what Donald Trump is saying himself on Truth Social uh, about this judge and about what is going on in New York.
3: This is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. We have a rogue judge who rules that properties are worth a tiny fraction, one one hundred, a tiny fraction of what they actually are. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show, who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham.
1: So, Trump arrived in New York, surrounded by cops. And protesters faced the judge. Two hundred fifty million dollars civil fraud trial on Monday morning. His team blasted the renegade judge. We will continue to fight with hopes that there is some level of law. Says Alina Habba inside the courtroom. Judge Judge Egernon, who had briefly allowed cameras inside, took off his glasses. And smiled for the cameras. He opened up the proceeding by telling the court how to pronounce his name. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a reality show. They know that they can make themselves mini-celebrities out of going after Donald Trump. This is precisely what happened in Stalinish Bolshevik Russia. You could serve Stalin by going after his political enemies, and you could make yourself you could get the hand of the king. James sat on the prosecution side a few seat behind the, the defendant. She was flanked by uh, his lawyers, Chris Kelsey and Alina Haba. He denied the motion for a lawyer representing various media organizations to televise the trial. However, five photographers were allowed in to photograph Trump. So what what is this effectively about? Uh, the $250 million fraud case kicked off when Letitia James accused Trump and his adult sons of the Trump Organization by inflating the value of his empire and properties by up to $2.2 billion. Justice Arthur Egernon said last week in a scorching ruling that the Republican presidential candidate repeatedly violated fraud laws to get preferential loans from banks for the company to minimize his tax liability. The judge canceled the business certificate of some of Trump's businesses, meaning he may lose control of some of his most famous buildings. So... Let me, I'm no lawyer, but given my research on this, uh, where's the damaged party? This is my question. Shouldn't a lawsuit typically mean that there is a party that has some type of damages? Wouldn't the banks therefore be the ones who were damaged here? Wouldn't it be the banks, JP Morgan or whoever, suing Donald Trump? Wouldn't that stand a reason? Where the hell are they where, where the, where the hell are the actual damaged parties? According to the statements that the Trumps have put out, And I believe them because they seem to be backed up entirely by facts. The banks have been paid back in full with interest for these loans. This is a common business practice. Donald Trump values his assets at this amount. I mean, these are, again, these are fun. These are fungible assets. Who's to say how much a house is worth? How much is my house worth? How much is your house worth? Well, your house is worth about as much as someone will pay for it. So how much is Trump's skyscrapers worth? Well, as much as somebody will pay for it. That's a sliding scale. There's some sultan somewhere or some billionaire who really likes the location. Then they'll pay top dollar. They might pay more than asking. That's how real estate works. This is how finances work. This is how the entire entire system works. So what they're doing, what these Marxists are doing is they're criminalizing capitalism. They're criminalizing the way our system works. Criminalizing capitalism itself. Perfect for a Stalinist judge. Again, I'm no lawyer and I'm no no real estate magnate, but I did spend a considerable amount of time inside of one of Donald Trump's skyscrapers. In fact, his tallest skyscraper. This past weekend, we released our new video on Donald Trump's uh, real estate assets. Now, we didn't know that this was going to happen in concert with this ruling. Just so happened that it did. But I can tell you this. We went to Chicago and stayed in the Trump Hotel in Chicago. It was flipping awesome. It was one of the the most incredible experiences of my life. Here's a a short preview of of what we did. And we encourage you to watch the full video uh, on our social media. Check it out. Is there anywhere higher we can go in the hotel? We do have the roof. It's so windy up there. I, I don't know. Can we go up to the rooftop? Ah. You are looking down on every building in Chicago. Pretty much. So, oh, this is the politics of controlled demolition. This is the controlled demolition of everything that we assumed America was. They are attempting to usher in a new America, a Marxist America. This is what they are attempting to bring to this nation, a weaponized judicial system, a weaponized legal system. They're putting the full weight against Donald Trump. He is facing 91 felonies. His attempt, they're coming after him. They're coming after Elon Musk's business. They'll come after every single person who stands in the way of the regime unless we put a stop to it. This is what Donald Trump was saying uh, this past weekend in Iowa. Check it
4: out.
3: The banks got back their money. Again, there was never a default. There was never a problem. Everything was perfect. There was no crime. The crime is against me because we have a corrupt district attorney, but we have a corrupt attorney general. And it all comes down from the DOJ that totally coordinated this in Washington because I'm leading. I'm the leading candidate. I'm leading Biden by 10 points and I'm leading the Republicans by 50 and 60 points. That's pretty much they say over. I never accept that, but they say it's over.
1: So again, I, well, again, I'm no legal scholar, but why? Who's the damaged party here? The banks get their money back. Everyone got paid back. Donald Trump listed his properties as worth this much. That is a subjective value. That's fungible. That's how real estate works. You ever sold a house? You ever valued a property? You ever valued your car as you were selling it? These things are sliding scales. They're criminalizing capitalism itself. Donald Trump saying that this is directly related to politics, of course. Letitia James promised to bring these charges against Donald Trump as a campaign promise. Meanwhile, of course, New York is flooded, flooded not just with water, but flooded with criminal migrants, crime, rats that you could put a saddle on and ride, and the most despicable policy, anti-human policies uh, that you could possibly imagine. And they have so many issues in New York, and now they're going after Trump. His crime was actually doing business in a blue state. This is I mean, imagine what the effects that this is going to have. We do not do business in blue states for this exact reason. Donald Trump saying it's all political watch.
3: I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning, but I'll be seeing a lot of you because this is a horrible thing that's happening to our country, and we've got to get it straightened away. So we'll go in and see our rogue judge, and we'll listen to this man, and uh, I think most people get it. People are getting it. I can tell you the voters getting it, because every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls, and that's never happened before. But this is a disgrace, and you ought to go after this Attorney General, because she's turning off... Everybody from coming in, you know, I don't know if you take a look at the outflow of business. Businesses are fleeing New York because of horrible, horrible attorney generals and judges like we have. They go to other places where they can be treated fairly and with respect. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
5: So there we have.
1: I'm not saying I coordinated with Donald Trump on these talking points, but I what do you think is going to happen? Who do you think runs most businesses? Do you think that the pink-haired, seven piercings in her nose can't spell your name right, barista at Starbucks, do you think she's the owner of the business? Who do you think runs these businesses? Who do you think manages these businesses? The people who could actually move a business, as I moved my business, from a blue state to a red state, for this precise reason. This is the way to actually win. The way to actually win is to reduce their political power. You're seeing this in Chicago, where they're eliminating grocery stores. Target closed down nine stores across the country, all blue states, all in blue cities. CVS closing down 10% of the locations of CVS. CVS are going to close down due to rampant crime, illegality, and criminal behavior. Encouraged by the law. Like, this is how you actually, you make these places unlivable. The beauty of our system is that it actually it actually ends up in the wash here, because if you make if you are anti-human, which is what the left is, and you make these cities unlivable and you make the businesses flee and there's some like 60 percent of occupancy like there's 60 percent occupancy rate in downtown Manhattan. Like you make it so that people can't afford to live there. You make it so that people don't want to live there. And then the people will flee and they will give us political power. That's just how it works. California is set to lose five or six congressional seats in 2030. Five or six. And where will those go? They'll go to red states. They'll go to Texas. But that's where those seats are going to go. All you need is, this is all you need to see. The judge actually grinned and smirked and smiled for the camera and gave like took his glasses off so that everyone could get his image and his photograph. This is the Stalinization of our court system. Be smart, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying you should flee all blue states. It's good to have people to stay and fight, but be smart. These people are Marxists. Look at Letitia James, the attorney general there. That's the attorney general of New York. Glaring at the back of Donald Trump's head. For doing what? For making New York famous? For investing in New York's communities? For investing in the state? Like, Trump did nothing wrong. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. Look at this goober. Look at this goblin. Look at this man. Fresh off a hot bong hit at a Simon and Garfunkel show. Old Weasley boomer. Oh, man. Despicable. Despicable. Trying to get famous off this. Well, thankfully, our Supreme Court, thanks to Donald Trump, has some semblance of constitutionality and logic left. Supreme Court just declines to consider a long shot bill to disqualify Trump for running for president. Wow, why would they want to disqualify Donald Trump? It's almost like they're terrified because he will win. Donald Trump arrived in your court surrounded by cops and protesters. Uh, the court itself, uh, the Supreme Court said on Monday that it will not take up a long shot challenge to Donald Trump's eligibility to run for president because of his alleged role in the January 6, 2021. Uh, uh, misdemeanors at the U.S. Capitol. The case was brought by John Anthony Castro, a little-known candidate for a Republican presidential nomination who sued Trump earlier in the year and asked for to disqualify him. The case was denied without comment or recorded vote. Thank God. Why, ladies and gentlemen? Why? Why are they doing it? Well, because they are terrified. They are terrified of Donald Trump They're terrified that people are waking up. They know that they live inside of a house of cards that's been glued together with duct tape and super glue and that the cards are crumbling. That people are waking up at a rate that I've never seen before, and I'm really encouraged by it, very encouraged by it. Donald Trump in Iowa this weekend, Joe Biden and his radical left thugs have weaponized law enforcement and are arresting their leading political opponent. Take it away.
3: It's no wonder the far left lunatics are getting desperate to stop our movement by any means necessary. As you know, crooked Joe Biden and his radical left thugs have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading opponent on fake and phony charges. I got arrested four times in the last. It's almost like I wake up in the morning. Do you think they'll arrest me today? I never got arrested before. It's a terrible thing. No, they they go after their opponents with the law enforcement now. They've weaponized our law enforcement. This never happened. This happens in third world countries all the time. This happened. uh, It happened in Russia. Look at what goes on over there.
1: So Donald Trump is effectively proving the case that we have lost all moral high ground in this nation. And he's right. And he's right. Donald Trump is effectively saying that when we go and invade countries like Iraq, Afghanistan, when we demonize Russia, what do we always say? They don't have a free society. They lock up their political opponents. They don't have free speech. These craven lunatics, they are doing precisely the same thing here. They have always been envious of these dictators. That's why they're obsessed with China. They want a China-style oligarchy uh, installed here in this nation. And if you go through and look at Dianne Feinstein's assets, well, you'll find out that we already have that. Why would somebody who got $200,000 a year as a United States senator for the last 30 years, how does that person have a $62 million jet? How does Dianne Feinstein and her uh, uh, affairs leave her daughters hundreds of millions of dollars in net worth in mansions? Hundreds of millions of dollars in mansions and $62 million private jet. How do you get that as a senator exactly? Somebody explain that to me slowly, calmly. Explain to me what Diane Feinstein did to have a portfolio of a $102 million worth of mansions and $62 million jet. Somebody explain that, please. James Comer is going to try and explain. James Comer has subpoenaed 20 wires, totaling $1.3 million received by James Biden. This is Joe Biden's brother. There are 700 pages of documents that will be released by this committee. The Biden administration is attempting to ravenously block them. Luckily, Jason Smith inside of the House is pushing forward. We again will be joined by Marjorie Taylor Greene who just asked questions in the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden last week. will be joined by Marjorie very soon here. Jason Smith saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. Watch.
4: Maria, this week, the House Ways and Means Committee released over 700 pages of documents from the two IRS investigators, and whistleblowers that came before us. And in those documents, it it showed that not just was President Biden aware of his son's Hunter Biden's business deals, but he was connected. He was connected through phone calls, through meetings at the White House, through trips on Air Force Two with Hunter Biden and his business associates, that even the IRS whistleblowers connected a worksheet of all these Hunter Biden business meetings with official activity of Joe Biden. It's absolutely unacceptable. But you know what it also showed? It showed not just the obstruction that the Justice Department did in not prosecuting the president's son, but also the obstruction in any leads that led to the president of the United States. In fact, there was an interview with the president's brother, James B. Biden that the Justice Department said under no circumstances can you ask any question about the president. There was a search warrant that had President Biden's name originally in it. And the Justice Department said under no circumstances can Joe Biden be included. And then they wanted to pursue charges against the Biden campaign finance issues. But they said, we're not interested of any of that conduct. Well, so
1: Republicans are going to have to get sharper they're going to have to get stronger on the on this messaging. Uh, they're going to have to start really dropping uh, a sophisticated level of explanation and strategy, media strategy. It can't just be like running to Fox News, as Cash Patel said on the show. It needs to be forceful. One of the breakout stars of the impeachment inquiry was Nancy Mace, who said, hey, this is all bullshit. You— are saying that there's no evidence of Joe Biden benefiting. Not only do we have multiple experts on this program and many other programs saying, wait a second, bribing a family member is bribery, but also we have the receipts. Nancy Mace, ladies and gentlemen
3: said that you want to subpoena uh, the bank records of Joe Biden. Uh, the chairman of your committee, Oversight Committee, James Comer, has already subpoenaed some of that. What do you need to come up with or
2: look at to, to, to confirm your findings and your suspicions here? Well, we want to show as much evidence as possible because the left and the mainstream media, they want to they want to hide it under the rug and pretend it doesn't exist. But it needs to be overwhelming. We need to show and connect all of the dots and how Joe Biden got paid, because we know he got paid through text messages and emails, accounts from Hunter Biden. We know that that exists and it's connecting the dots for the American people, because don't trust us. I want the American people to trust the evidence.
1: So what is the evidence? Our friend Stephen Miller went on a absolute bombshell tirade this weekend detailing at length precisely what the evidence is against Joe Biden. Of course, his firm, America First Legal, has been suing the Biden administration at every step of the way and is doing incredible, incredible
5: work. Stephen Miller, take it away. It's smoking gun after smoking gun after smoking gun. And God bless James Comer for unearthing all this damning information. And this gets back to my core point, Maria. If you want to break the back of the corrupt deep state, then you need to find a way somehow to pass an appropriations bill for DOJ out of the House that strips away the salaries and the funding and the budgets of all of those who are involved in this corrupt scheme. You have a Department of Justice that is weaponized against President Trump and the political enemies of Joe Biden and that is using every resource it has to shield the Biden family and its criminal, corrupt influence peddling scheme. Use the power of the purse. And then you say to Joe Manchin, you say to John Tester, you say to Tim Kaine, you say to all of them, are you really willing to support a administration that protects the influence peddling scheme of Joe Biden selling access for cash, selling favors for personal enrichment, selling our nation's very security so that he can line his family's pockets with cash. That is an issue that is a loser all day long for the Democrats. And you know how we know it is? Because Joe Biden lied about it all in 2020. If Joe Biden thought it was defensible, if he thought the voters would stand for it, if he thought any of it could be defended, then why did he lie about it again and again and again on the debate stage with Donald Trump? Because he knew it would be the end of his career. So keep on pushing, House. Keep on fighting. See this thing through. Do not let the Washington media intimidate you out of doing what you know is right and just at this moment in history.
1: So what's next? What's next? We have the receipts. We have the bank accounts. We have the payments. We have the messages. We have Hunter Biden getting indicted. By who? Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland went on 60 Minutes. It's amazing the capacity for the left to actually have, like, to have turned these news organizations into just massive, glossy PR firms for the Democrat Party. Merrick Garland on 60 Minutes saying he was not influenced by any decisions in the White House to charge Hunter Biden. Now, we know that to be patently false, but watch what the reporter does here.
0: You are not participating in those decisions. No, Mr. Weiss is making those decisions. The White House is not attempting to influence those decisions. No, absolutely not.
1: Oh, OK. Got it. Well, we know that the White House met with the DOJ to talk about this. We know that Biden had, according to the New York Times, Biden gave orders for Merrick Garland to begin persecuting Donald Trump. That's according to the pages of the New York Times. Merrick Garland, on the other hand, saying we don't have rules. We don't have various different rules for anyone, says the cretin who is signing off on every single Donald Trump indictment. Watch.
0: We do not have one rule for Republicans and another rule for Democrats. We don't have one rule for foes and another for friends. We don't have one rule for the powerful, and another for the powerless, for the rich or for the poor.
1: Listen to the man. He's like almost breaking down in tears as he talks. Merrick Garland is a cortisol filled, estrogen raging, angry, old, batty woman who is bitter embittered entirely that he was kept from his Supreme Court job and will never serve on the Supreme Court. And yet Merrick Garland sitting there nearly sobbing, talking about no, 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 no special rules for any one group of people is signing off so personally signing off on the locking up of grannies who wandered in through open doors at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th to wave little 25-cent American flags that they got at Walmart. Meanwhile, he is allowing the criminal stalking of other members of the United States Supreme Court. So when a man with firearms and with knives and with zip ties stalks Brett Kavanaugh in his home before... The Roe v. Wade decision, Merrick Garland doesn't give protections. He won't protect these people. Merrick Garland hasn't charged a single actual insurrectionist. And what do I mean by that? The people who showed up at the White House on May the 20th, 2020. They burned down the White House. They burned down St. John's Episcopal Church. They torched White House buildings. Donald Trump had to be taken to a bunker. They injured. Hundreds of police officers and Secret Service agents. Mayor Garland's done nothing. We don't have a role for Republicans or Democrats. Except for this granny in a MAGA hat. Will now spend the rest of her life she'll die in prison. Solitary confinement. Drop the charges against the cop who murdered Ashley Babbitt without warning. In cold blood. Yeah. We don't allow partisan considerations to play any role in their determinations, says Garland lying lying check what the bible says about liars man it's not gonna be good for these people they may not get justice in this life I'm, I'm you know maybe there is no justice left in this nation i'm not sure move to red states the best you can do move to red states they're lying and they know that we know they're lying and they continue to lie what does that say about our system how desperate are these people
0: watch these prosecutions of the former president are happening during the campaign. You could make the argument that it's the worst possible time. The Justice Department has general practices about not making significant overt steps or charging within a month or so of an election. We are clearly outside that, uh, that time frame. Uh, in these cases, um, prosecutors, special counsel, They follow the facts and the law where they lead, when they've gotten the uh, amount of evidence necessary to make a charging decision and have decided that a charge is warranted, that's when they bring their cases. The investigation itself has determined the timing. Yes, exactly right. Your critics say that it's time to ruin Mr. Trump's chances in the election. Well, that's absolutely not true. Justice Department prosecutors are nonpartisan. They don't allow partisan considerations to play any role in their determinations.
1: <laughs> it's not, not, not a problem. We don't have any partisan considerations. We're just, we just happen to be charging Donald Trump with every single thing we can possibly think of right before the election. That's it. There's no problem. I I don't sit there with a voodoo doll of Donald Trump every night, bitterly crying in my whitey tighties as I fill my veins with cortisol and estrogen, raging like an angry, old, betrayed woman that Donald Trump kept me from getting a position on the Supreme Court. That is the driving force of Merrick Garland's entire life force. Merrick Garland is an embittered, old, batty lady who was denied a position on the Supreme Court by Donald Trump and he will have his revenge. All of these people are taking out their revenge because Donald Trump stood up and collapsed a system that was meant for them to slide directly in. Joe Biden was supposed to slide directly into being the next Diane Feinstein. Hundreds of millions of dollars worth of assets. Hillary Clinton was never supposed to be investigated All of these people were supposed to like have easy, smooth retirements. Everyone was supposed to move up and move forward. That's the way the system was supposed to do. So the way the system was supposed to operate was the wheels were all greased for every scumbag in Washington, D.C. to move nicely and neatly on to their next little appointment in a Hillary Clinton administration. And Donald Trump, bull in the China shop, wrecked that. And they will never forgive him. They will never. They've had their brains broken. They are beyond repair. The best that we can do is jettison that broken, cortisol-filled, estrogen-raging political ideology from our political system. That is the best we can do. Cleanse our nation of that anger and bitterness and resentment. One of the best ways to do it would be Trump term (laughs) 2.0, actually, interestingly enough. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Joe Biden, not fit to manage uh, a kiosk at an airport. Uh, selling knickknacks. Joe Biden is, of course, mismanaging the American dollar horribly, mismanaging your savings and your retirement. I encourage you now more than ever, go with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you when an economic meltdown is all but certain. It'll threaten your retirement savings. Inflation is surged to a 40-year high, and your budgets at the grocery store and the gas station are, of course, getting pinched. Allegiance Gold, ladies and gentlemen, can help you out and can help you diversify your retirement savings. Go gold today with the most protected gold company and the one that I personally trust, Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY and get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Do not wait. Protect your future right now with Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is someone who is pure gold in Congress. Not only does she have golden hair, but she had a golden series of questions about the gold that flowed into Joe Biden's bank accounts. Now, will we find gold bars like Gold Bar Bob in New Jersey? Well, we know that Hunter Biden was bribed with a massive rock from the communist Chinese. And somebody who is there to hunt down this information is the great Marjorie Taylor Greene. She joins us now. Marjorie, we really appreciate you being on the show. The reason why is that one, we know that it's really hard for members of Congress to use doors and you must, yeah, you probably had to use a door to get into this interview. And we, you know, you might've pulled the fire alarm. Maybe you're wearing this color of dress to remind you that the red means fire alarm and not doorknob. Hey, fire
2: alarms are going off everywhere in Washington DC, but it's not Jamal Bowman that pulled it this time. I have to tell you, though, Jamal can't lie his way out of this one. We all know where the tunnels are to get to the Capitol to go vote. And he may be a freshman in Congress, but he's been here too long to lie about going out that door right behind him in that picture. And being a middle school principal, I'm sure you've called this out, Benny. He knows exactly what fire alarms do, and he knows that they're breaking federal law to pull one for a stunt like he pulled.
1: I feel like there's bigger things to talk about. Obviously, I really want to get into your uh, questioning on the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. But this story really as somebody who worked on the Hill. I was a reporter on the Hill for ages. I've been in and out of Capitol Hill and through the tunnels and everything like Mm -hmm. this is such a blatant lie. They circled the wagons around this guy uh, because he was presumably trying to stop the vote. Is that your takeaway here?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Benny, I, I work in the Cannon building. That's where my office is. Um, Catherine Clark, the Democrat whip, had just called a motion to adjourn. The Democrats were trying to stall the vote because the Senate was trying to get the Ukraine money put back in after I had worked all week long, Benny, to force the Ukraine money out of the defense bill and I had been successful and they were losing their minds. They were all giving floor speech after floor speech about the Ukraine money needs to be in the defense bill and how how they would have to stand for democracy in a country most people can't find on the map. And so right after Catherine Clark called for the motion to adjourn, it was within probably just a few minutes, not more than two or three minutes, that's when Jamal Bowman pulled the fire alarm and we all had to evacuate the Cannon office building well, I have to tell you, we couldn't go down the elevators. Everyone had to go down the stairs, and it took a long time for everyone to get out of the building. I stayed outside waiting to make sure that all of my staff had, had made it out safely, also watching for smoke. Is there a fire? Um, or is the fire department coming? Is it a bomb threat? You know, what is going mm-hmm. on? So he definitely interrupted our proceedings uh, in Congress, and he broke the exact same law that is being used against not only many January 6th defendants, but President Trump himself have been charged with that law. Jamal Bowman should be locked locked up. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves of the Department of Justice should be charging him and going after him the same way he's going after January 6th defendants every single day. And I'm not going to back down from this one. Jamal Bowman has to be held accountable.
1: What would be the process here? Would you refer him? I mean, would Kevin McCarthy refer criminal charges?
2: There needs to be a criminal referral to the Department of Justice, and that will have to come through one of our committees. Um, I know we'll be talking about that today in Washington.
1: Wow, okay. Well, uh, you know, we haven't covered the story. Uh, we covered it uh, this weekend, but we haven't covered it on the show in breadth, but thank you for filling us in. Final f- final note here. Um, th- this guy's, this is a like a blatant lie. Yes. Uh, he He's lying. Right, we know he's lying. They're letting him get away with it. Uh, is there anyone on the Democrat side that's like, "Wait, wait a second! This is really stupid. You're clearly lying about this. What are you doing?"
2: I haven't heard anyone on the Democrat side come out and 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 accuse Jamal Bowman. Can you imagine, Benny? If I had pulled the fire <laughs> alarm, oh, you'd, be you'd be in shackles. You'd be in chains. Like you'd yes. be in chains, Marjorie. Yes, I would be in chains. They'd have me in the DC gulag like today. I'm yes. still sitting in there. and I'd have stayed in there all weekend long. No, this is outrageous. Democrats are liars. They always stick together and, and defend each other until it becomes a political problem. That's why they're denouncing Menendez. It's only because he's he's up for reelection for Senate and they don't want to lose the seat. And right now they're standing by Joe Biden. But when it comes to be a political problem for them, they're going to throw them under the bus and they're going to finally admit that everything that we're saying with our impeachment inquiry is absolutely true, that Joe Biden has been taking millions of dollars for years now, giving political favors uh, to, to foreign investors and foreign governments. So the Democrat Party, it's all about winning campaigns. It's all about power and control in Washington, and they'll abuse the system any way they can.
1: So speaking of throwing someone under the bus, uh, you threw a member of the oversight committee directly under a bus. I'm not sure what kind of bus it would be—some type of green battery-powered bus—but a bus nonetheless. You took AOC and you metaphorically chucked her under a bus uh, during the uh, during the hearing, and it was it was a thing of beauty. I'm going to play it for everyone. Just a real quick clip here. It, it was one of my favorite moments. Arguably, my favorite moment of the committee hearing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. AOC's glasses—does she use them? Let's roll the tape. At least without running it. A the bathing character.
2: suit is not pornography. Well, we can't Murassian. see it
1: from down there, so you didn't make it available to the minority before you started. Internet before it's, okay. it's
2: on an, on the internet. It's everywhere. You and you are submitting a naked woman's body. This is a bathing suit. This is a bathing suit. And it has not been clear before this, this committee. Uh, glasses on. Do you wear okay. them or not? I have suit. contacts in. Thank oh, you. Oh, congratulations.
1: <laughs> I have contact then. Thank you. This is <laughs> meow, Marjorie. Meow. Okay, talk me through what was going on there. You were exposing Hunter Biden's uh, degeneracy and potential sex trafficking. It's sex trafficking,
2: it's violations of the Mann Act, and he's guilty of it. And we're presenting so much proof. And that's what I was hammering right then in the oversight committee hearing. I was presenting more proof of Hunter Biden's crimes of of human trafficking, paying women for sex, traveling them across state lines. And that poster right there was showing an airplane ticket and also had pictures uh, from sex videos that Hunter Biden had uploaded to his laptop on his own. It wasn't revenge porn and she wasn't naked, she was in a bathing suit. But you know, AOC probably wears fake glasses. Because we all know she's fake. She makes more makeup tutorial videos on TikTok than anyone can count. And then she was claiming it was a naked woman, but yet she was saying that she had contacts in. So either she needs a new prescription for her contacts or she's a liar and her glasses aren't even real.
1: So that obviously was high drama moment, but your line of questioning was really pointed. Can you talk me through what the impeachment inquiry found this past week? And there's a lot. There's a lot that's been going on. I feel like we haven't properly covered all this and where you're going next.
2: OK, so what we exposed this week is more evidence of the Biden family taking in millions and millions of dollars from foreign countries and foreign investors, all using Joe Biden's political positions, which he's been doing for years. So in each of our five minutes, uh, we only get five minutes to question our witnesses or to present our information. We all went through exposing more information that we have uh, recovered through subpoena power. In my five minutes, I, I brought up the attention to the fact that James Comer and I, Chairman Comer, have we have sent two letters to the Department of Justice demanding information back, about their investigation under Hunter Biden and where they stand on these Man Act violations. This is real human sex trafficking that's been done by then the vice president of the United States and now the president of the United States. It's very serious. But what was even more disturbing in the information that I presented to the committee, Benny, is that, that he had threatened one of these victims. He had threatened her. He had told her to look up who his father was, demanded that she look it up on on Google and look up it and to see who her father was. She said she didn't want to look it up and then he he forced her to see see who her father was, who his father was, I'm sorry, who his father was by showing her a picture of his father, Joe Biden with Barack Obama. And that was at the time when Joe Biden was vice president and Barack Obama was actually president of the United States. And she went back and talked to her roommate about the whole situation. And her roommate told her that she said, you have no idea who you are dealing with. Both women were scared and uh, Hunter Biden's victim that he had had uh, sex trafficked across the country with human sex trafficking, she, she even testified, she's told a police, a police officer that was interviewing her that she began to feel very afraid. So this is very serious. It cannot be ignored. It's not pornography being shown on the oversight committee. And Democrats are trying to explain it away by attacking me for showing these pictures of these extremely vulnerable women who have been victims of Hunter Biden's sex trafficking.
1: It does seem as though the number one person in Congress who would wrap herself in the fake virtue of standing up uh, against racism and against sexism and against the abuse of women, obviously by their employer. We know Hunter Biden had that these employees that he would sexually abuse, uh, you know, would be AOC. If there's one person that should link arms with you and say, yeah, Hunter Biden uh, referred to Asian people as yellow. Don't come after me. That That's in his own text message and uses the N word a lot. Like this is what Hunter Biden did, and that, along with all of the, of course, criminal violations uh, of various sex trafficking laws, that it should be AOC. I mean, if there's one person who should be joining you here, like you'd think AOC would put down the fake glasses and would be like, "I see this now, uh, and I'm on your side. This man's a monster." But you didn't get any of that, did you?
2: No, no, and the and these victims didn't get any of that. They have no sympathy from any female Democrat. Um, on our oversight committee and AOC, you're right, Benny, that is an excellent point. She's always defending women and their so-called healthcare rights uh, uh, to abortion, which is murdering a baby in the womb. But yet they ha- she has no interest and none of the women on that committee have any interest standing up for these victims uh, of Hunter Biden that, that have been victims of human sex trafficking. And it's outrageous. So it shows their hypocrisy it also shows their, their refusal uh, to recognize the truth and their ability to spin it any way they want, um, which they're, they're clearly being, being outed for who they really are.
1: Yeah, that's right. Anything, anything for power. Final question, Marjorie, where are we going next? What can we expect next? Because a lot of people were like, OK, Jonathan Turley, you know, some of the academics, right? Like th- some of the academics were brought in to sort of lay the foundations for what the committee's doing. And then people want to see Bobulinski. People want to see Devin Archer. People want to see Hunter Biden. Yes. I, I'm, I'm like, you're very close with the Trump family. I'm pretty close with Don and Eric. Like these guys were dragged in for hours of, for right. questioning. Like where That's the hell right. is Hunter? When the hell is Hunter Biden? Gonna be. I totally yes. You know, waking up. Totally agree.
2: Eric Trump was has been subpoenaed over four hundred times. Don Jr. was pulled in front of the committee. the The Trump family has been harassed and tormented by the Democrats for years now. They're trying to they're trying to do everything from devalue Mar-a-Lago, which is one of the most valuable properties in the country. They're trying to devalue it down to nothing, and they're trying to break the Trump family by forcing them to have to pay out outrageous legal bills with all of these persecutions they're doing through the legal system. But no, you're absolutely right. I'm demanding that Hunter Biden uh, be subpoenaed. I want Joe Biden subpoenaed. Right now we've subpoenaed Hunter Biden's financial records. We have subpoenaed Jim Biden's financial records. We want to view all of his financial records and then we want them before our committee Mm -hmm. because we want to have solid questions for them. What we're doing right now is we're spending our time carefully going through the money trail so that they cannot lie, no matter how many times they try, they cannot lie in front of our committee when we force them to come in. And so I assure everyone, I share the exact same uh, sentiment. I'm impatient. I'm sick and tired of this. No one ever, no one has ever held accountable. No one has ever uh, thrown in jail unless you're a Republican or you wear a MAGA hat. But it's time that we turn the tables, and that's those are the changes we need in Washington. And I'll keep fighting for those changes.
1: So, a final thing, uh, a final takeaway here, and I know that you were one of the largest advocates for Kevin McCarthy uh, during his speakership votes. Um, I think that Kevin McCarthy's I, there's a lot there's a lot going on right now in Congress. Can you just give me like apparently there's going to be a vote to vacate the speakership? Can you give me like an over? Can you give our audience, like, just an overview of what's going to happen this week? Where do you stand? What are the competing forces here?
2: I'll do my best, and it's it's hard to explain it quickly, but I'll do my best, Benny, and everyone deserves an explanation. First off, I want to give some factual information. We've got about 70% of the budget actually passed through our appropriation bills, and I just want to say the defense bill was a huge win. I was able to get the Ukraine money taken out of that. And I think that's a victory for every single American because our border is under invasion and all our stupid federal government is doing is continuing the same practice of fighting foreign wars and defending foreign borders and ignoring our own and ignoring our own people, but making our people pay for it. So I just I I can't reiterate that enough. Um, I also want to say whether you like Kevin McCarthy or not. I couldn't have gotten that Ukraine money out of that defense bill if Kevin McCarthy had not have listened to me. Hmm. So that that needs to be said and credit is due there. And people need to hear that whether they're mad at him or not. Um, we also have eight remaining appropriation bills to pass. But we only we have less than 45 days to get it done. I voted no on both continuing resolutions because I'm sick and tired of kicking the can down the road. I'm sick and tired of us running out of time and and shutdowns being threatened. I'm sick and tired of omnibus bills. We need to do it right. But really, the whole reason why we're in this situation is because it's a system of failure that happens every single year. Mm. And that's based on the calendar, Benny. We, we have a fiscal year end on September 30th, but yet Congress goes home every single August and half of September. So yeah. it's absolutely absurd for anyone to think that we can pass these this budget and these bills uh, by the year end. It's a system of failure. And that's what I'm angry about. I'm angry at Kevin McCarthy. I'm angry at the leadership. And I'm going to be demanding change. Because what we need to do is we need to change our calendar system that forces Congress to stay here in Washington DC and get our work done and then we can go home and it shouldn't back up to a deadline. That, that punishes the country. It shouldn't back up to a deadline that punishes, frankly, our own family. And our own families are the ones that are always put last. Birthdays are forgotten. Uh, special events are you, you have to miss them because you got to be here in Washington because the government's going to shut down or because we got to pass these important bills. No, all of it needs to change. We need a calendar system of success and then we need to continue to do the hard work that we're doing right now. I'm not for a motion to vacate, and I'll tell you why. We're in a dangerous situation, seriously dangerous situation. We barely have 222 seats and we don't even have that right now. We need 218 votes to pass anything on the House floor. If we go into a motion to vacate, It is going to cause our conference to go into utter failure. The rest of the way through when we are in such dangerous times, we're on the verge of World War III. That has become my number one issue. Enough of this money to Ukraine. We have got to secure our own border. Another thing that we still have coming is we have a weaponized government and I want to attack the weaponized government. We have to stop them because they're persecuting our top political, our top Republican candidate, President Trump. And to be honest, Benny, nothing is going to change until we get President Trump back in the White House. And that's why I'm going to support him with every cell in my body to get him back in that White House. But what we have to do is we have to have cool heads. We have to realize that the predicament that we're in that has everybody angry we got here over decades of failure in washington it didn't happen in the past eight months it has been happening a long time and it's going to take us a long time to get out of it and and if anybody goes after matt gates i heard there was some kind of expel resolution for matt gates i'm going to come after them i'm not going to let anybody go after my friend matt gates i'll stand up for him all day long but i will not participate in demanding kevin mccarthy's head on a platter simply because the internet pitchfork mob and tiki torch mob is angry and you can never make them happy. We have to lead this we have to lead this country responsibly and that means we have to get in the room, we have to fight it out and we have to continue to pass the bills like the defense bill that is so great and we have to continue to do that hard work and we have to work 24 hours around the clock if we have to do it. And I think that we can get that done, but we aren't going to do it if we throw ourselves in utter chaos where the Democrats are over there cheering and they're able to get extract little favors and extract deals that are, frankly, Benny, going to come down to hurting my uh, my just the path that I've been pursuing for a long time now, which is to impeach Joe Biden and hold him accountable and get a list of names in the federal agencies that covered up his crimes because we need that list of names when we get President Trump back in the White House so that we can fire those people and so that we can hold them accountable with our Department of Justice.
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene, please keep doing your work, please. We are with you. We say yes. It is a good path. That is it. Not not a. It's not like a fire and brimstone path. The cutting off your nose to spite your face. I think is the old adage. Like I, I think this is the the path, and you have to play by the margins. And they are they will cheer the chaos. They want to seed chaos uh, among us and our ranks. And the thing that the communist has is they go lockstep together on these issues. They're always on message together. Not a single person criticized Jamal Bowman for staging an insurrection in the Congress. Not a single Democrat right? On message. And uh, I think Republicans would be wise to to do that as well far more often. And I think we'd be far more effective. You are one of the most effective members of Congress. Everyone follow Marjorie Taylor Green. You already probably do. But ladies and gentlemen, 2.7 million people can't be wrong. Follow her on X and make her more powerful. Godspeed, Congresswoman. Thank you, Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some liberals, classic liberals, as they were called, who are criticizing Joe Biden. Apparently, Bill Maher is going on a rampage, demanding that Joe Biden leave office. Resign is what Bill Maher did. That was his opening monologue. Joe, you have to go. Step down. Incredible stuff here. You must see it. Watch.
3: New rule. Someone has to convince President Biden that if he runs again, he's going to turn the country back over to Trump and go. (laughs) and go down in history as Ruth Bader Biden. <laughs> the person who doesn't know when to quit and so does great damage to their party and their country.
1: Bill Maher going after Joe Biden for freezing Joe Biden in, in incapable and unable to speak. Joe Biden thinks he's the most popular president in American history. Listen to Joe Biden interview this weekend saying he's really, really, really popular.
3: Look, if you take a look at all I propose, They're overwhelmingly popular (laughs) with the American people. Nothing I've proposed is extreme.
1: I'm a popular popular guy. I'm so popular, I want to put Elon Musk in prison. Listen to what Joe Biden has, a guy who swore in the Constitution to defend the First Amendment has to say about Elon Musk, who's, well, committed more money than any human being alive to defending the First Amendment by buying Twitter, now X. Joe Biden uh, has to explain why he's anti-First Amendment, and um, it—I mean, I guess if there is somebody who proves that free speech maybe was a terrible mistake, it's any time we let Joe Biden speak freely. Watch.
3: What about what Elon Musk has done to Twitter, uh, lowering guardrails against misinformation? Does that contribute to it? Yeah, it does. Look, one of the things, as I said to you, when I thought I wasn't going to run, I was going to write a book about the changes taking place. And most of it's directed over the years with these fundamental changes in society by changing technology. Mm-hmm. Gutenberg printing in the printing press changed the way Europeans could talk to one another all the way to today. Where where do people get their news? They they they, they you know, they go on the Internet. They they, they 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 go online. They go and you have no notion whether it's true or not.
1: You have no notion of whether it's true or not says the foremost spreader of the Russian hoax about Donald Trump. You have no notion about what's true or not, says the man who lied time and time again about his money, the money from China and Ukraine pouring into his family's bank accounts. Joe Biden lied 27 different times about his family getting money from China. But we have no notion. We must cancel Elon Musk. I have to sick my own DOJ after Elon Musk. Elon Musk totally needed the Tesla. The richest man in the world needed Tesla to buy him a house. Oh, it's it's. So, they're going after Elon Musk for not hiring legal, enough illegal immigrants at the company that provides technology for our military. Things are coming to pieces, and they're coming to pieces extremely fast, ladies and gentlemen. Barack Obama uh, has been making really creepy little mysterious trips around the nation. He was at uh, he was at Nike in Oregon for some reason. I have no idea why, probably to keep Nike in Oregon. You can imagine that they would be a company that would want to leave as well, Uh, potentially to fundraise. We know that Barack Obama's been doing secret fundraisers with Jill Biden because Joe Biden uh, can't go out on the trail. It's nice to just see the man who's really in charge finally take the reins. We know that this has been uh, Barack Obama's third term anyway. So it's nice to actually see the man actually just take the reins and do the fundraising dinners. Uh, Barack Obama was asked directly, If his wife, Michelle, will be running for president because, well, Joe Biden is getting impeached uh, and Joe Biden is the least popular president in American history. That's a fact, by the way, at this time in Donald Trump's uh, administration, at this at this exact moment, if you were to timeline it in Donald Trump's first term, Joe Biden's less popular. Every poll shows it. So that whole popular, most popular president thing didn't last very long. Uh, Obama's response here sort of tells you everything. Hey, Obama, is Michelle gonna run for president? Watch.
3: Barack! 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 Is Michelle running for you president? No, you, you don't have to do my favor, man. Do have an underground son, Barack? You want to, to follow yeah? Barack?
1: Barack Obama stayed silent when asked about his wife, Michelle, running for president, swirling rumors as he's spotted in a Beverly Hills restaurant. Photographs exclusively obtained by the Daily Mail. So the 62-year-old former president is seen surrounded by security guards enjoying a meal uh, in the South Santa Monica Boulevard. Maybe the one place that isn't burning to the ground right now in California. Why is Barack Obama in Beverly Hills? He's fundraising. He's hoovering up money. This is why he's going to these places. Why is he going to Nike? He's getting money from the Nike board. What do they have planned? Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Robert F. Kennedy has announced that he is going to exit the Democrat primary and run as an independent. There are many people saying that this will be a very bad thing for Donald Trump. Many people saying that it will be a very bad thing for Joe Biden. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's an argument to be made for both sides. But... RFK running as an independent. I'm not sure of that. I'm not sure that helps. I, anyone could argue that helps Donald Trump or helps Joe Biden necessarily. Joe Biden still has a n- numerous challengers on the no labels ticket. Uh, Cornell West running against Joe Biden, um, I think is a Green Party candidate. And their margins are so thin, their margins are beneath the margin of fraud, right? Donald Trump is doing st- so well against joe biden he is polling above the margin of fraud so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens ladies and gentlemen stay tuned it's going to be one hell of a news cycle we got a lot of wood to chop we'll call balls and strikes on this show and most importantly even if we have depressing news like today the judge smirking and grinning for the cameras jamal bowman in congress pulling fire alarms in order to stop votes this is what happens when you let the theater kids take over congress Ladies and gentlemen, we will always deliver to you good news, our verse of the day from Deuteronomy. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. The Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not, do not let your hearts be troubled. God will never leave you nor forsake you. That is a promise. Do not be afraid or terrified. Be strong and courageous. We on this program, of course, will march that out in action. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for watching. We've got one heck of a uh, week ahead. We have a really bombshell series of shows lined up and we are excited to be back in full force. My name is Benny Johnson. And this is The Benny Show. See ya.